Hey, Janet. Hey, Kent. What did the bra say to the hat? What? You go on ahead. I'll give these two a lift. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Welcome to Manny versus Mommy. There's Kent Hexum. There's Janet Barton. Lame. (laughs) I gave you such a good build up. I know I couldn't compete. I didn't even want to attempt to. Yeah. I'm excited to record today. However, I apologize in advance if I cough. Unfortunately, I'm dealing with a bit of a cold. Tis the season. Tis the season. Um, So let's start off with our three things. Speaking of tis the season. All right. I want to hear three words or short phrases about your favorite Christmas. That is a good one. Do, 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 do. Texas, barbecue, beach volleyball. Mm, lovely. Having grown up in Utah, you know, we have cold, snowy Christmases. I did live in Arkansas for a year, and that year it snowed. And it was the first time in like seven or 13 years or something, but you it snowed. It. Yeah. yeah. And I had actually ridden on a sled with my brother, hit into a tree, and we thought we might I might have broken my leg because I couldn't walk on it for days. Jeez. So that wasn't a great Christmas, but... Texas, barbecue, beach volleyball. Um, I'm going to go with my most memorable. Um, 11 or 12, mom had no money. Popcorn, microwave popcorn, and a letter. Surprise presents hidden in the van. Ooh. Like your family's van or just a van? A creeper van <laughs> yeah. with no windows. Like a Salvation Army van that was going Toys for Tots delivery. No, kinda... I mean, it was donated yeah. stuff. But yeah, it was, uh, she had let us think that it was just microwave popcorn because that's what we had. And homemade bread. Mm. There was some homemade bread too. And a letter from her for Christmas. And then it turns out there were a bunch of presents. But well, That's fun. I remember my, growing up, my dad's sister and my aunt. Um, didn't really see much emotion from her. And that's kind of typical from that side of the family. Whereas my mom's side of the family was a lot more emotional. So Mm -hmm. it was, you know, such a stark contrast because they were almost extreme on the other side. But my aunt read the story of the Christmas orange and everybody started breaking down and she couldn't even finish because she'd gotten so emotional. So I really like that memory too. Yeah. It's a good one. So I thought today we should talk about something that I really want to try. And it's called Unbusying Your Holiday. Ooh, intriguing. Whole whole Facebook group and trying to start a movement, you know, an online movement of actually enjoying the holiday season and not loading yourself up with so much stuff. Yeah. So since the age of 11, my family has a good family friend. He's a doctor and he goes really all out for Christmas. And I don't know, you know, the reasoning behind it, but Christmas is his favorite time of the year. So they have a decently sized house in a really nice area in town. And he fits every inch of that house with lights and everything. And you're going, you know, all these really nicely, I shouldn't say nicely, all these really elegantly houses that are done up really nice. And then you drive by his house and it is Christmas vacation, (laughs) bright. And sometimes he has music, but I don't think the neighbors really liked it, but just all out. And so... He would always do the outside with 
people, and then my family would always hop out on the inside. Mm-hmm. And they used to have a 15-foot tree. Now they've downsized to a 12-foot tree. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. But thousands of ornaments on that tree. It will take... It took yesterday four of us, so my two adult siblings, myself, so three adults and one 12-year-old kid, took us probably three and a half, four hours to set up, decorate, put the little village underneath the tree, make sure the train's running on the tracks. So it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. And as we were going through, because we do this every year, and for me, it doesn't feel like the Christmas season actually begins until we do this. That's the official, like, okay, now it's Christmas. But as we're doing it, we're talking about, wait, where are these ornaments? We haven't seen these ones. And we haven't seen these ones. And they have, you know, just a hodgepodge. It's a complete toy Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. They've got toys and just everything. And there are family ornaments. So the kids' ornaments they made growing up and pictures of grandma and grandpa and just... You know, a lot of thought really went to a lot of these ornaments. But we're like, we're missing all these ornaments. And typically they're there to help us, the homeowners, our friends. They weren't this year. And so we ended up texting and being like, hey, where are these things? And she said, oh, we're downsizing this Christmas. We still put over 2,000 ornaments on the street. <laughs> but typically it was, there was not a, a branch that didn't have at least one ornament, sometimes two. Yeah. And done up, it looks all nice and pretty. But it is a lot of work. I bet. And so, what used to take us two or three days to decorate their house, because every inch of the house, inside and out, was Christmas. Now it was five, six hours, maybe, because they've downsized a lot. And I don't know if it's with age or just kind of, I think the shift we have of kind of minimalizing. But it's been really interesting to see, oh, that was my favorite thing, and now it's gone. And it's not even my house. It's not even my thing, you know. Yeah. But I miss putting up these disco ball ornaments that they no longer have. <laughs> That's funny. As you're letting go of things like that. Yeah, I I like the idea of uh, unbusying in general. Yeah. You know, just having more time. You know, we talk about kids being inundated with activities. You mm-hmm. know, they're in this sport and that dance class and this club and all of these things going on. They don't have time to just be bored, which is so good for them. Yeah. You know, and I'm not suggesting be bored necessarily over the holidays, but focusing more on quiet things with the family or, you know, experiences rather than busying yourself with shopping for stuff that people don't even need and trying to prove your love for them. And all these holiday parties and just really kind of slowing down. Yeah. So we had an interesting experience with your son on Friday, it's now Sunday, where he really wanted to go have a sleepover with a family member and really was excited about it. And that entire day, he was so stressed about that sleepover that might or might not happen that night that he didn't enjoy the things we were doing that day. He wasn't in the moment. He wasn't... He had even asked to watch this movie for months. He's been asking to watch this movie. He He did all of his checklists. His friends couldn't play. So last resort, okay, here's a movie you can watch. He made it half an hour in and was like, eh. But I heard at least 20 times, can I? Did they say? Have they said anything? What have you heard? What's going on? So I sat him down. Well, we both sat him down, pulled up a TED Talk about happiness, and really was like, you're missing out on all these fun things today because you're so stressed about one future event that may or may not happen. Right. Which I think sums up the Christmas season, (laughs) you know, just like stressing about what to get somebody or which I'm super excited about not dealing with this year. 
Because yes. T-minus 19 days, we're leaving for San Diego for the week. And so I don't, you know, I should probably get one gift for each of the kids. But aside from that, you know, we're not really doing anything. We'll probably just, I don't know, stuff a stocking or, yeah, you know, whatever's easy. But it's nice not to have to deal with it. And, and because me... I'm checked out, I'm like... Yeah, I'm giving you what? The greatest Christmas gift ever. The week off. A week alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, I, you know, and I probably, there are probably people that I should have on my radar that will get me gifts that, you know, should probably think of something for them. But gifts just haven't been on my mind at all because we've been planning this trip since January. Well, yeah. since before that. We talked about doing it for Christmas last year and it was too short of notice. So, realistically we've been planning this trip for i don't know 15 16 months booked it in january so and it's all the common they get excited because they get toys and then a day or two later they're not excited about the toys yeah they're broken or forgotten i mean i I could tell you one thing i got for christmas last year and it's only because it was the 23 and me which Mm -hmm. i've used throughout the year yeah i do all their surveys i've done more surveys than 98 percent of the participants (laughs) because i love that stuff you know so I go on and do their sleep surveys and all that kind of stuff so they can find the genetic components of things and link it to our DNA, which I think is super cool. But aside from that, I mean, I think my kids would be hard pressed to tell you one gift they got last year. Yeah. You know, they just, so. they don't Except remember Except for maybe it. the standard, we always get the lifesaver box. I'm sure, sure a lot of your kids would say that just because that's what they always get. But for your four youngest, this will be the first time they've ever seen the ocean. Yeah. And that's an experience. What a gift, yeah. And they can, they'll all be able to remember it their entire lives. Absolutely, yeah. Because Genevieve's five and a half, yeah. you know, so she'll be old enough to have a memory of this trip. And, and even the trip to Lake Tahoe in the spring, she talks about that all the time. And yeah. Carl's been so good about providing experiences. You know, two years ago, we didn't get it this year. Last year and the year before, we got lagoon passes for the amusement park. And just we, the first year we spent, geez, we probably went there 20 times. Yeah. I and got... the year after we didn't go as much. So that's why we didn't do it this year. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, the novelty wears off, but every other year is typically what we do in our family. Yeah. I'm glad my every other year winds up with yours. <laughs> <laughs> it works out great. Um, but one thing that I really have appreciated as I've been going through this Facebook group, our people are now starting to question why they do things. Mm. Why do I set up? these trees why do I do this and so growing up in our house we lived up on the side of the mountain and we had upstairs four great big windows Mm -hmm. like eight feet by five feet or something you know just big windows windows. yeah big picture windows and downstairs we had kind of the same but there was a door so there was two downstairs four upstairs and we would always put a full-size tree in front of those six windows Hmm. a full-size you know all the decorations, all the lights, everything. And my mom finally one year was like, you each get a tree. This is your tree. You have to put it up every year. Hmm. And that Genius. Kinda, oh, I hated it. We'd have to go find it in the garage or the storage shed, pull it out. We had to do every step of the process. But we just knew that's now our task. That's now what we do. That's how we contribute. Yeah. And it was always fun as we would be having dinner or just doing whatever to see cars pull up in front of our house, stop for a couple minutes because they're looking at the trees and then drive away. Yeah. And we have people that are like, okay, where do you live in relation to the Christmas tree house? 
uh, we are the Christmas tree house. Oh, okay. You know, we had that multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Where people refer to our house as the Christmas tree house. So it's a fun tradition now. But my mom couldn't handle doing it all herself and just kind of spread the work out. She needed to unbusy. Yeah. That's part of doing that, I think, you know, especially as the kids get older and can take on more responsibility doing that kind of stuff. Well, and as your kids are really young, you do things for the kids, right? Right. But as they get older and can do it themselves, if they want that memory, if they want that nostalgia, go create it. Go do it. You do it, yeah. I, I did the work. I laid the foundation. Now you now you build the rest. <laughs> so what are some things that you think you're going to unbusy this year or not do this year because maybe you're going out of town or... Shopping. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I thought about going out Black Friday, just stopping to see if they had any family or kids games that I could get, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm really trying to focus on uh, the quality time with my kids. Yeah. Um, and games are a great way to do that. We love playing games, but if I leave them within reach of the kids, of course, they lose everything or break the pieces and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not usable. Um, but I ended up not doing that and I'm kind of not sad about it. You know, it's just it's so hectic. I was out yesterday um, running errands because my backpack got stolen, unfortunately, um, so two nights ago. Had to replace car keys and just yep, everything. I had, yeah. This. And I ended up, um, driving to a Michael's to pick up something and it was just hectic. There was no parking spots. You know, there were people walking everywhere and I just mm-hmm. thought, gosh, I don't want to deal with this. And that's why I think a lot of people unbusy by doing online shopping. It's so nice. So Such I, a time saver. I'm a huge Black Friday shopper. I absolutely love it. I adore it. I will go every year. I used to go, you know, out in the middle of the night. Three in the morning. Open up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I think that's so fun. And, you know, you can get some really good deals. I've gotten a lot of my stuff just from that. I just save up for that time. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get it, I probably don't need it. But it's kind of a fun tradition that I started doing with my younger brother. And we don't really connect on much, but that was something we can connect on and spend time together. And then my sister, a couple years ago, was like, well, can I come? Sure, come with us. So this year, I had my two brothers, my one sister, and my mom. This (laughs) is only her second time ever going out Black Friday shopping. And we went, and they've got it a lot more organized now. Like, we we typically go to Walmart first, and they, you know, set up different things and have it way more organized. And it was so fun to see my mom out Black Friday shopping because she said she would never do it. But to talk to my older brother who I don't talk to very much and, oh, you're getting this for this. Or what about this? Do you think your child would like this? Yeah. And just kind of interacting that way. And then at the very end, we wanted to go through the electronics because my mom and my brother both wanted computers. And, you know, when we first got there, it was the line snaked up and down like 10 aisles. Mm. It was just crazy. And then finally it got down to like four. So it was still a half an hour line that we were waiting in. But we actually got to talk and yeah, it was just kind of fun. And so the experience itself was more fun than the actual things we got. I actually didn't buy much of anything. And my brother, my younger brother, he kind of laughed. He's like, this is the most adult Black Friday because I bought bed sheets, pillows. <laughs> and I had gotten kind of the same things too. Just kind of everyday things we need. But the experience Might was as well, a lot yeah. more fun. Might as well get it on a good deal and, yeah, having that time together. Any fights? Did you see any fights? This year we didn't. And Bummer. I, I kind of like it because of the fights. <laughs> you like know, it's, it's funny. Fight. I saw something on uh, Facebook that was just a meme and it said something along the lines of, 
do everyone a favor this Black Friday when you're out shopping and put your phone horizontal before you record the fights. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, yes, (laughs) yes, please do everyone a favor and put your phone horizontal. The worst is when it changes partway through. Yeah. You know, figure out your life. Horizontal for videos, please. The worst is I can't film a video without talking throughout the whole thing. So then when you go to rewatch it, you can't hear what they're saying. You're just hearing my voice. The other day at the drag show, you, yeah. you oh, did every a video. time at the drag show. Every time, every you're, time you're singing over the top so loud, That's and you're so right bad. there by your phone. It's hilarious. Uh, I have a bad habit about that. That's coming up in a couple weeks. I know Christmas show. Good, I'm so excited. That's one thing I will not friends. unbusy. Nope, going to the drag show. But the main, the main. Um, aspect of this unbusy group is you'll appreciate and your kids will appreciate and your family members will appreciate the memories more than any gift yep so stop spending your time being distracted with going to the stores with doing these things and just relax and spend time with the person yeah i think it can be so stressful you know trying to find the right gift and i'm a big fan of gift cards for that reason like hey i love you and i want to do something thoughtful but i'm not the best gift giver you, I think, are a really great Which gift is so giver. Funny because this year, for the first time, I put my foot down with all my siblings. I said, "Listen, if we're gonna do Christmas gifts to each other, they either need to be thoughtful gifts, or let's just not do them because we all give each other gift cards the same amount." Right. Like I can just go buy my own gift card. Yeah, that's true. And we all, you know, we're a big Apple family, and we do a lot of our entertainment through Apple, so most of it's Apple gift cards. I can just pay for that myself. Like, there's no thought between it. So I said, if we're doing a gift, it has to be. A childhood memory gift. Mm, I like that. And Something so, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And so we were, um, and I kind of dictated, like, this is now what we're doing. This is it. And everyone, my siblings were like, oh, okay. Um, except for one was like, I've already bought gifts. Okay. Oh, I can guess which one. Well, this is what we're doing now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we're at the store at Walmart for Black Friday shopping. And my older brother, Keith, was like, oh, are you getting that game? Because we used to always play that game when you were a kid. And it was the game Trouble. And I was like, I don't remember playing Trouble, like, at all. It's like, oh, yeah, I used to play with you all the time. And he's eight years older than me. Right. So I'm sure, you know, it was three or four, maybe a little older. I just don't have that memory. But he has it because he was 10, 11, 12. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. fun. Yeah, that's a really good idea as far as a thoughtful gift. You know, this is something I remember about you or something I remember doing with you or, mm-hmm. you know, something we did as a family. That's a neat idea. So can I tell you what kind of started this whole thing? No. Okay. Pass. Well, have a great day. <laughs> of course I want to hear. When we were at our friend Faith's house and we were talking about um, that jump rope game with your feet. What was it? Um, I would have known if you hadn't asked me. Chinese jump rope? Hop? Oh, yeah, yeah, Chinese. You're talking about the, um, yeah, the Chinese jump rope that Chinese you do with your rope. hands. Yeah. No. You're talking about the one that you jump you, over. Because there's you do two with versions. Your feet. Yeah, yeah, the one where you do with your feet. So I have memories of six, seven, eight for years. My sisters would always play that. Mm-hmm. And now that they have kids, I'm like, great. They can play it with their kids or teach their kids how to play and create those memories. So that's what I got for both my sisters. It's super fun. Yeah. Yeah, those are really fun. Uh, and yeah, those nostalgic things that really a lot of them are still around or have made a comeback because mm-hmm. a lot of the '90s stuff is so back. You know, there's um, I I thought you were talking about the um, the one that you put around your ankle and it would spin around oh. and you had to jump it. A skip, skip it, skip it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, we yeah. used to have some of those. Maybe I can do that for someone else. <laughs> yeah, a skip it. You could also do um, 
maybe an adult size version of those <sighs> words escape me. The one that had the little rim around a ball that you bounced on. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. What, what, what uh, was it called? If you know. Astro Blasters. I don't know. No. It was a... <laughs> I can't remember. But some of them had handles yeah. and stuff. Uh, later on, they had the iteration that was just the big ball that has the handles. Mm-hmm. Which is highlighted by Miley Cyrus, I might add, in the drag show. It's amazing. <laughs> Wrecking ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, the... <laughs> Maybe I'll think of it later, but those were fun too. As a kid, you know, there was just that little plastic ring on it. Yeah. Pogo sticks, you know, there's a lot of stuff that kids just, they just don't play outside. They don't play outside a lot. And I think, you know, it's, it means more to me to have a gift. Oh, you actually put some thought into it. Besides you stopped at the store on the way here to get a gift card. But now I want to try and have the added challenge of something they can do with their kids and kind of pass that on. Yeah. I love that. You know, a family game or a toy that they loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. Although some of them you'd have to jump on eBay and pay ridiculous amounts of money for. Have you seen what some of the old toys go for? Like unopened G.I. Joes and Rainbow. Oh, I bet it's a lot. Rainbow Bright. That you know what I want for Christmas? Family you're different, that you're listening. I want my big fluffy elf slippers. Yes. We talked about those slippers. the other day. Yeah, I miss those. I want those back. If you can big find a fluffy size. elf elf slippers. <laughs> Giant elf slippers. Maybe. Maybe they still make elf stuff. I've seen them kind of mentioned mm-hmm. of of recent. So I just appreciate the concept of you're ruining the season by trying to do everything you feel like you have to do in that season. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are feeling that. And the pendulum's swinging back the other way, you know, to more basic. I saw some really cool pictures one of our friend, um, one of our friends, Elaine, our love mm-hmm. child, posted that was pictures of these women by their Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. So fascinating. You know, all dressed up. 50s, 60s, maybe some 70s. Some, some early 70s, yeah. And I looked at all the tinsel and thought, oh, my gosh, that's just a fire waiting to happen. Because there were no fake trees back then. Yeah. You know, they were all real trees and covered in tinsel just waiting for a cat to knock it over. And the lights back then were not like they are now. They got yeah. really hot right next to that tinsel just waiting to... Whoo, it's gone. <laughs> that was my first thought. But there was a lot of really um, interesting just... You know, it was different times. You know, I think it was a lot simpler. It was about family and spending time together and, you know, holiday traditions which I think are super important, you know, just having those traditions of things that you do with your family rather than the, you know, Christmas pajamas. I did have a friend, though, that said, you know, we always open up pajamas on Christmas Eve. And this year she did it early, you know, like last week, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. had bought the Christmas pajamas and wanted to do matching family ones. Her kids are she's got kind of the two separate family thing. Yeah. You know, she's got two older kids that are I think they're probably freshmen and junior. Like they're just, you know, they're quite a bit older. And then she's got three that she had really quickly that are like the oldest is probably five. Oh, wow. You know, like just bam, bam, bam. And so yeah. these two totally kind of separate families. And mm-hmm. so trying to enjoy that. But I thought that's a good idea, you know, to have the pajamas all through December, you know, instead of waiting until Christmas Eve to open those. So my sisters, we growing up, we always got the Christmas pajamas. My sisters now do it at Thanksgiving. They give their kids yeah. the pajamas at Thanksgiving. I love so that. So they can wear them throughout the season. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of maybe waiting till Black Friday to get them. <laughs> Carter's, Oshkosh, you know, for the lo- younger ones, they always have I'll such tell you good a deals. Secret. Yes, they bought a size or two up last Black Friday, Ooh. so they're ready for this this Thanksgiving this time. Uh, that's a lot. But of my planning. mom used to finish Christmas <laughs> shopping in July, so Jeez. we come from different. <laughs> yeah, no, very last minute for me. Different things. Anything else you'd like to add about unbusying or anything in general? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, like you said, is just slowing down, you know, just really focusing on why you're celebrating and, you know, spending time with family. I have a vent. I need to (laughs) go. Okay. You have a final thought. (laughs) I have a final thought. So for Thanksgiving, we were at my sister's house and all of my siblings and families were there and my brother-in-law's family was there. Big group. And I'm like, I want the nicest seat, the comfy one. And so I go and get my plate and go sit down in this comfy seat. And I had wedged myself in, or everyone came and sat around. So I could not leave that spot mm-hmm. for like over half an hour. There's just no way. Because all the, t- the way the tables were set up and everything. And so I'm sitting in this wedge spot. And everyone around me suddenly pulls out their phone. And they're on oh. their phones. And they're like showing each other funny pictures and stuff. But they're on their phones scrolling through Facebook and stuff. I have never been more claustrophobic in my life. I'm like, I can't get up from this spot. Like, I can't... I mean, I, I could tell people, excuse me, move. Yeah. But, like, five or six people would have to move. Because <laughs> one would move and everyone around him would have to move, you know. We were just all wedged in pretty tight in this area. And I thought, how annoying that I only see a couple of these people once or twice, maybe three times a year, and we can't have a conversation, and they're just going to be on their phone. And see, I'm the kind of person that would have said something. And I'm like, hey, um, why don't we put our phones away and like talk in real life? Let's interact in real life. I tell my kids all the time. Can I watch this? Can I play on that? No, go play in real life. (laughs) But I'm not afraid to tell people to put their phone away. You know, I've seen different techniques for that when you're out to dinner, you know, at a restaurant or whatever. Everybody flips their phone upside down in the center of the table. And the first person that takes it has to get the check. First person that, that reaches for their phone. I'm never going to dinner with you. <laughs> I haven't done it for a long time. I have done it before. Or a basket, you know, just yeah. inside the front door where you just drop your phone off. Because when you're with people, like, I try really hard to be present, you know, and never check my phone when I'm when I'm with other people. If I'm specifically having an experience like Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, unless it's people I don't like. And then <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that was, maybe they didn't like me. So yeah, like, maybe they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to Kent. One other thing that came to mind is that we don't have to keep traditions in the same time frame. So growing up, we always did my mom's side of the family Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. My dad's side the Sunday before. And then as we've gotten older and all my cousins grew up and had their own families, we've kind of just split and adjusted as needs be. But my dad's side of the family, they did theirs, their holiday party right after Thanksgiving. Because, oh no, it was before, it was the week before Thanksgiving. Hmm. So we did it last week. And it was amazing because not everyone was busy and rushed and scheduled, you know. It was just, we could enjoy and sit and relax. Yeah, that's an idea. We weren't so sick or full of the traditional holiday foods. You know, it was just kind of a more fun way to to do it. Yeah, to kind of welcome in the holidays. So instead of that. that Sunday before Christmas, this is when we do it. They did it a month earlier and it was, I thought, much more beneficial. I love that. Let us know if you have ways of unbusying your holiday, if you have ideas. 
things that you do tradition wise or whatever find us on facebook manny vs mommy also let us know if you're listening to this podcast surrounded by your family at a party in the corner <laughs> if you're hiding out <laughs> with your airpods or your whatever you use to listen to the podcast yeah let us know if you're avoiding family and be sure to stay tuned for later this week as we talk about um boundaries and you know uh, codependency issues especially as it deals with the holidays and spending time oh. with family <laughs> love you bye love you bye you never get my love you bye in there no i still haven't ended it oh you're still trying yeah <laughs>